What's up guys, welcome to today's money. Thank you for listening, I appreciate you being here. If you'd like to watch the video version of this podcast, there's a link for that in the description. And if you wanna jump right into the podcast, skip the next 30 seconds of ad space. What's up everybody? Welcome back, Jerome, Lindsay, it's good to see you guys. Happy 2021. Good to be back. Good to see you. So today's video is actually inspired because I was recently, uh, some of you guys know, in Mexico for the new year. And Jerome was watching my story, seeing me post and seeing me and Riley be funny. And I think, I forget where I was when I posted the story, Jerome, but you said something to me that you could relate to what I said because I was just talking about how I was excited to get back home, excited to get back to the desk. I had the new camera set up here. I was ready to jump back in, right? I think it was something like that. Yeah, Yeah, exactly, yeah. And when you said it to me, you were like, um, I struggle with the same thing. I struggle with the idea of like being able to turn off and actually take a break and enjoy myself, be as present as possible because I'm so hungry. I'm so motivated. And I have some questions about that for you first. And that's why I wanted to get you on the video. But I think Lindsay can also bring some commentary into this as well. Cause I think Lindsay, even though she's hard on herself, she does a good job at doing other things and staying balanced in her life. And that's yeah. something that I think a lot of us can definitely look to improve in. So to kick us off, I asked you guys a question before when we were doing our first take of the video before my camera freaked out. And um, I asked you, and I want you guys to both answer again. Lindsay, you answered first this time. Do you think the idea of like not being able to shut off comes because you just love the work so much? Or is it because you're in this mindset of, I don't know what the future holds for me and my family and I need to get mines now and grow as fast as I can now because I don't know what the future holds, like a survival mindset. What do you think it is for you? Ming's both. Ming is finding passion and love for what I do because I struggled with that for so long, trying to actually find where was my groove? What was I looking to do? And it wasn't until I came home to be the stay-at-home mum that I thought, hmm, I really don't like this either. And I I had always had that I wanted to be a success in something and I never knew really what it was until I found Forex. Then that's when I truly did find my passion. So for me, when I found that, I totally went in. I didn't just dip my toe in. I went all in straight away. And I think because I went all in, I did start to kind of forget in the beginning about my surroundings and about, I am at home because I'm a stay-at-home mum with three kids and I should be doing other things. Sure. So for me, it was then about having to balance that. So I think that's why I do have a good balance in my life now, but it's obviously took me three and a half years to get there. Right. But then my age was coming, my age definitely was coming up for me because coming to late 30s, I was like, that's still young, I know that, but... Uh I need to get a grip here and really get, because my future's coming up, and if I want to get to where I'm going to be at 40, then I need to get going and right. get so, going, and that's how little bit I of want both. to speed up the process and a wee bit of both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I like that answer, because I think I sit more on your side of the fence like that, where I have that futuristic outlook, and I'm always thinking about what's to come, and I plan for that yeah. as best as I can, yeah. and I want to get mine now, because I like... You know, not everybody sits at the mm-hmm. top of the mountain forever. I'm not saying I'm at the top of my mountain, but I'm saying no. when you're on your way up, you definitely want to be taking yeah. as much of it as you can because you don't know what's to come on the downside, right? Yeah, absolutely. And I still do love trading. Like I think I wouldn't have gotten to the point that I've gotten and I wouldn't have done it for this long if I didn't love it. That's if you didn't love it. But mm-hmm. I want, Jerome, can you share your perspective on this now? Because I think it's a little bit different and it's in- insightful. Yeah. So for me, it's... Like I was saying earlier, like it's hard for me to shut off and enjoy myself doing the things that I used to do. So like even 
playing games always in the back of my head. I just know I should be, or not so much I should be, but I want to be progressing in my future and trying to attain my goals and get where I want to be. So I think in a sense, all the things that used to kind of serve me and what I used to enjoy, I know they're not going to bring me closer to my goals. So there's always a resistance now. So whether it's going on a holiday, watching a movie, playing games, you know, or just sitting down and just kicking back in the back of my head, I'm always like wired and it's very hard for me to kind of shut off and relax. I think that just comes with being entrepreneurial, you know, not having a steady paycheck. You're always thinking outside the box and trying to find ways to make money. And also like, as Lindsay was saying, finding a passion such as like trading with us. So in the beginning with me, when I came across trading, I'd had so many other side hustles and businesses, you know, early on, like I started a clothing company, you know, I did drop shipping. I did so many things. Yeah, exactly. In the beginning, and if you don't have a passion for it, you're not going to stick to it no matter how much you try. You're not going to wake up in the morning. You're not going to get excited about it. So for me, it was trading came along and I was just, it clicked with me so well. And I think ever since then, it's been hard for me to kind of sit back and relax. But previously with my other side hustles, if I didn't wake up, I didn't do the work, it didn't phase me too much. So I think definitely having that end game kind of goal where you want to be you know it definitely kind of drives you it's a pulling motivation and as you're saying before as well Austin like being on top of your mountain I remember reading a quote I can't remember exactly what it was but it's like everyone wants to climb the ladder of success but like make sure it's against the right building when you get to the top and that was one of those things where I even paused in trading for about two three months just to kind of evaluate I'm like if I'm going to go all out in trading is it something i'm willing to do for the next you know 30 20 30 years is well this there's a difference in all out too like when you're talking about it you're saying like if i'm going to go all in all out on this thing like you're i really believe you could only get to 80 percent capacity if you yeah. don't have passion for it that 20 percent yeah whatever percentage number you want to get the one percent more that gets you to 100 yeah. whatever it is that passion percentage is the most important. Whatever size you want to give it, I don't exactly. care. I'm just saying, I think that is the thing in trading that really is separating the people like you guys yeah. and myself that are still here doing well and, and surviving yeah. from the people that burn out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I, I think the survival aspect of it too is for, I think, males, especially in my experience though, I, mean, I could be wrong, that it's just extremely um, motivating because- mm like the eat what you kill attitude seems to really you're laughing because you know what i'm talking about because like yeah yeah that that i'm gonna i'm gonna solve a problem get rewarded for it Mm -hmm. and i'm Mm -hmm. gonna keep moving forward and solve the next problem that type of mentality is um it's hard to come by and i think that it it goes right next to the like because i think that's part of passion you know what i mean so i think it all goes Mm -hmm. together exactly yeah and so i asked you this question austin do you think that is can you learn that trait or do you think it's why it's a good question humans i think for me as a young kid i was yeah. always driven to entrepreneurship i was always trying right. to think me outside too. the box i was yeah. always mm-hmm. i was obsessed with money right. i mean I, not in a sense that why were you obsessed with money? me uh-huh. no, no, I, I went through that because the i know what it can do no i'm right. not accept, i'm See, not obsessed that's the, that's the answer bro exactly yeah. it's not what it can buy it's, it's what it can do. It's, exactly. It's different. Yep. Yeah. It's like 
of course, money doesn't buy happiness. Happiness is a whole, no, that's a whole nother journey. You know what a I mean? A whole nother like, conversation, right, right. But money but can put you in positions that'll allow you to feel yeah, happy, exactly. happiness, right? Yep. Like even just giving to charity, like sure. that's self-rewarding. That's self-fulfilling. Sure. That's happiness. Yeah. yeah. But like if someone handed me a million dollars right now, it's not. Yeah, You'd okay, have to do I'll, something I'll with it to make you happy. Exactly. Like I'll be right. happy. I'll be It's like, an enhancer. Like, cool. That's what money is. But it's only going to last so long. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. It's going to wear off. But what you do with that money how you use it and how you, you, you know, like I was saying, like putting a charity, creating products, services that provide value and sure. help others. That's sure. where, that's where I, I kind of get obsessed with it. Yeah. And then obviously the feeling it gives you, like you got your financially secure, you know, right. you can help family. Peace of mind. Help, you know, generate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 So I was always kind of wired that way, but I know a lot of people, they don't have, I wouldn't say don't want to have it, what have what it takes, but I think my question would be like, do you think that's what you I could- would, that's what I would say it is, bro. Cause I don't, I, I was just going to go back to your question. I don't think it is something that you can learn 100%, just like sales. Like sales is something that you can absolutely get better at practice, watch course. courses and study. Oh, but yeah. there are just some sales like Gordon, he's got <laughs> something in him, Lindsay's husband that makes him, him. And there's not, any other way that you can teach it, and that's no. why he's good, and that's why he's a good salesman in his business. Uh-huh. The same thing and that's from why you. he turns over. He exactly. Turns over exactly. Every, exactly. Because they don't have it. And he knows them exactly. walking in the door. They don't have it. You don't exactly. have it. So, and you can, and when wow. you have it, I do, but like as I'm getting older, you can smell it on people Meal instantly. Yeah. You know yeah. if they have that characteristic. It's, it's charisma. It's, um, it's, mm-hmm. there's a, an actual term for it in like the, the strengths finders test that Riley makes everybody take. It's called, it's like a way to identify people. It's called woo W O O. I think yeah. that's what it, it is. And it's like how you act around other people, I think, and how well you can make them feel comfortable around you and things like that. It, there is some, that's there is a characteristic yeah. there to it, you know, and you can actually, I think just be born with it. And as you yeah. get older and as you talk to people more and you get more experience, you get better at it. You know, it gets stronger. Mm-hmm. And it's not and that you're convincing people or misleading people. I mean, you are convincing. You're not misleading them though. There's a difference. You know what I mean? That's not what I was yeah. saying at all. And I think, I think Lindsay will be able to kind of follow through on this, this, this question as well. But like, it's uncomfortable being an entrepreneur. It's not comfortable at all. Like it is so easy to just want to shut off, like shut down, hide in the hole and just forget everything. But it's that passion in what we do that just brings us to the next level, like brings us to the desk to do marketing. Yeah. It's that passion that drives us and motivates us. And like you're saying, Austin, if you don't have the passion for what you're trying to pursue and what you're trying to do, it's just, it's not going to happen. You'll be and running I think a lot of people have, I think a lot of people can relate to this. So, yep. you know, when I show up at the desk every day, looking at charts and back testing, like I don't want to back test. Like, I mean, I don't mind it, but right. it's the passion. It's the drive that kind of makes me, pushes me through it. I want to add you know one thing mean? to what you said too, Jerome. I had a tweet that like went crazy. The one where I said like the first 100K is easy. It's two, three, yeah, and four. That that. Are, remember that tweet? Yeah. That tweet went viral, I'm telling you, because it's so yeah. true. It's so true. I'm, and I'm telling you, if you don't have passion for what you're doing, you might make 100 grand and you might think that's a lot of money. You're not going to make it to two, three, four, five no. if you're not passionate it, about it. You're just not. Because mm-hmm. you can. And okay. I think some people have that. I.e., that's the goal. That's sometimes where I struggle by setting goals because yep. I feel as if you get to that goal, then you take the foot off the pedal and you start going backwards. Where if so I don't have easy. the goal, that's so the big, easy. Bigger goals to go, 
because I, I, I feel as if I could get to that, you know, right, I could get right. that hurdle. If I right. set myself that big a goal and I get to it, I think, oh, well, I've got to that. So I'm going to start winding down and you can't wind so down. Now no, let's go deeper on this thought. Can't. Wait, now let's go deeper. So now what you're saying, and this is important because I think a lot of people, especially people my age and younger, suffer from this. So you're saying, I'm going to set bigger goals and I'm going to be comfortable with failing. Okay, mm. right there you're losing like 80% of the people because people want to set goals that they can reach and accomplish because they think that makes them successful. When in reality, success is actually defined by how you handle failure. So if you set big goals and you fail, you have to accept that, love that, and know that that meant you mm -hmm. reached for something mm -hmm. hard. Yep. It's, yep. it's a totally, it's literally yeah. like looking at the world without glasses and then with glasses. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's why I think of, it's, yeah. No, you go. No, I was just going to say, say a lot of young I'm kids, <laughs> a lot of the young kids, I was just going to say, they always like, they don't want to fail and, and no. not wanting to fail sets you up for one, you set expectations and then you get let down Two, you're yep. looking for short-term re uh, results in, a, in normally things that require a long-term process. So the, the, the fear of failure, what you pointed out, Lindsay, like I just yep. showed you how it so stems down and causes so many other issues. It's just in that fear of being wrong, fear of failure. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So yeah, I think you're better to set intentions for yep. to get you to the success. Yep. And if you keep going by your daily intentions, you just keep you'll just keep going and going and going yep. and not I come agree. up to that first goal and say right. I've done it, and right. then I go back. If you keep going your daily intentions, you're going that's to keep to that fuel rolling. So when and that's how I've looked at it. I just no. think if I just keep doing what I do daily. My goals, Growth. my goals are going to come to me on the field as a turn, and I'm going to get more rewards right. by not by not putting the the first big goals right. there, and I feel towards it. But if I do my intentions, I'm going to get there much better. I love that. Do you guys think mm. back back to the idea of the shutting off and, and disconnecting? I I think for me, when we were in Mexico, part of like what was so like awesome about the trip, and I'll make sure that. By the time we post this, the video of my recap, I told you I shot with Riley, yes. will be up and you guys will have seen it. You'll see, because of what happened on that trip, I wasn't really on my phone other than when I posted an Instagram story. I wasn't yes. answering questions. I wasn't answering texts. I wasn't doing anything other than to take a story, take a picture, and put my phone away. And it forced me to be really present because, first yes. of all, I booked the Airbnb for the wrong month. So we had to solve that. Then we had to, we didn't have any food in our Airbnb. So we had to constantly be on the move, looking for food, looking at the maps where, cause when you, you know, when you're not at a hotel, yeah. it's more of a yeah. struggle, you know? So there was just so many more things that kept me present in that vacation, in that trip that I think it really showed me how you can get almost caught up in your work life and forget to say, wait a minute, I worked so hard all year. I'm here in Mexico with my girlfriend, with her brother, with my best friend from 10 yep. years, 15 years. Like, what does any of that other stuff matter? And it's, I, I think I'm, I think I am further along than a lot of people in the way like of mindfulness. So I think that yep. for me, being present is something that I do every day with my meditation. And I think that is a big part of it too. But even in that moment, mm -hmm. just not having my phone out as much and just being able to circle and say, yo, even when you can't find an Airbnb, even with other things going on, trying to find, I'm still here. This is where I am right now. And this is where I wanted to be. So I feel like that, just saying that to myself, hearing that in my head, that helps me 
like realize that I'm disconnected, not even so much like go out of my way to put the phone down. Like I didn't have another option. We're walking on a road Mm -hmm. with no sidewalks. I got to look for cars hitting me. Can't be on my, you know what I mean? So it's just, I think that was a big piece for me. Have you guys felt that like, because I know both of you pretty well, I want to say both of you probably aren't meditating every day. Do you guys feel like maybe that meditation would help you in the disconnect time? Are aware of it? Yeah, I'll be the first to admit, like I struggle with meditation. I try every day. If I go longer than 10 minutes, that my mind, I can't. 10 is plenty, bro. 10 is I know, plenty. but mm. if I try and push it for like 15, 20. No, because you start, you're either going to fall asleep or get distracted. Yeah. yeah. We're yeah. not monks. Mind, We're not monks mind out here. always wanders. Right, but it's right. During the sense of unconsciously just thinking and picking random topics that's thought up in my subconscious it's always thinking mm-hmm. of like, right, so if you want to have a medit we need a med- yeah. we need a meditation podcast then because like i'll sit here and riley and me do this with people all the time because like that right there is what like you're not supposed to try to control your thought you're supposed to no, let the exactly. thoughts come to you, you and, come and, to be, you, yeah. and be aware of them and where did that yeah. come from and see if you can trace them back but i also yeah. like mm-hmm. to meditate which and it, i think this helps meditate on things that you're grateful for Think yeah. I, Riley Riley calls it thinkitate. Yeah, journal on it. Yeah. If you yeah. that alone, mm-hmm. that's just heightening your awareness. If meditating's not for you, heightening your awareness, I think, has helped me shut down when I don't need to be in work mode. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I and do I think, struggle. I I struggle with it. I stand on my yoga mat at the end of the session, and I know I have to switch off, and I can do it for about a minute to two minutes. Right, right. and then you're thinking, and where's then, GCAD? Where's your I'm USD? Off, I'm up off my mat and I'm I'm doing the stairs and I'm rushing. Looking <laughs> I'm at like, the looking at the chart on the steps, falling <laughs> over herself on the yep, yep. I've yep. been meditating. <laughs> yep, yep. I but I, I think that a minute to two minutes. I struggle. We have to all as as like especially the three of us, we have to look at it because I, I do the same thing, Lindsay. Like it's not that I'm impervious to it. But we like for me, I'll give you my example. Look at why we feel that draw to the charts, draw to the market, yeah. draw to the group chat, draw to social media. Look at that, be aware of it, and step back for a second and say, in reality, wh- who am I satisfying today? Who do I need to make happy? Really, we're all in a fortunate place where the three of us can all just say ourselves and our significant Self, other. Mm-hmm. That's it. I don't have a boss. We don't have boss. So at that, and I've had this even more recently where I wake up 15 minutes late and instead of getting mad at myself, I'm happy and grateful that I can sleep in for 15 more minutes. So I think it's like, we need to step back of what's creating Mm -hmm. that. Exactly, bro. What's creating that. Let me run back to the chart. Let me, Uh no, I don't care what anybody else is doing. I didn't get a trade today. Mm -hmm. My money, like really for us three, it's our money. That's the most important thing. And as long as we're not losing, I think we're going to continue to grow. That's what, the, that's what time has told us. So I think it's just a perspective mm. in everything. Like you just said, Jerome, it's glass mm-hmm. half full versus glass. It's, you know what I mean? It's yeah. so true. But like, I so think true. a lot of people, a lot of people struggle with this. And well, bro, it's like the it's hardest time easy. to have a positive perspective in like the last hundred years. People are saying, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like this is, it's tough. I feel like a lot of people struggle with this type of thinking and mentality just to, especially people that, are trying to better their future, trying to start a side hustle and putting all their thoughts and efforts and energy, you know, blood, sweat and tears and trying to create something. It, it's, it's not easy. You know what I mean? No, no like it's and simple. I think it's like even you can worse plan it out. Right. You, and you can fail, especially if you're young, you have time, you can fail. Yeah, like again, exactly. go back to what I said, don't be wrong with afraid. Failure. 
but that's, but bro, yeah. a lot of people are afraid to fail. And then they get a little yes. older, even yeah. older than Lindsay. Then they decide that they want to take a risk. And now when they potentially fail, there's a lot more risks on the line versus when you're my yeah. age or, you know what I'm saying? So I think taking the risks early is always the best move. Do you yeah, think 100%. that like the, the mindset, I feel like for me now with COVID and everything, it's like you don't see as much positive mindfulness like positive stuff on the internet as much it might, maybe it's just me because i watched some new stuff i, th I think it's because people don't share it the same just now because they don't know exactly. how to share it yeah, I, yeah I, that's, what I'm, that's what i'm seeing yeah. and it's yeah. funny because even you know i shared that post about gordon he got yeah. the top yeah. sales guy yeah, to yeah, yeah. his business yes. and listen he had a challenge in two years leading up to that yeah. but i actually questioned myself before i actually put it out because you didn't want to be rubbing it I in thought, other why people's should faces I, why should i you don't want to be rubbing it in other people's faces. And I think a yeah. lot of people are at that stage just now that when they are no, having successes or whatever, they yeah. don't want to be putting it out. They don't want to be putting it out there. I agree. Every I, I think time I try and make an Instagram story, like 2020 was probably the best year of my life. Same. Yes. I Same. don't like to, to share that because I know it was hard for so many people. So many people. Right, bro. Like we're all see. That's why this is such a good conversation because we're in the same boat, all three of us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, think yeah. about it. And like, th th this is just me being me, me being honest. Like, I spent my on a, on a year where everybody's losing money, everybody's hurting. I'm in fucking Mexico on my 26th birthday, and I'm like sitting yeah. there every minute of it. I was like, I can't believe that this is what my hard work got me. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But it's but mm -hmm. I think look, we can. Cause I, I had the same thoughts on the trip. I was like, do I want to be posting about this right now? Do I want to rub like, cause I don't want to come wow. off like that ever. You know what I mean? Cause I think yeah. I, I want to be an example of work hard. Don't listen to other people, figure it out for yourself yeah. and you can do it too. That's my, my, my thing. That's always yeah. my thing. So instead of that, I was like, you know what? I'm not going to even allow the perspective of rubbing it into someone's face. Come into me. Cause if anyone was to take it as me rubbing it in their face, when yes. I know I'm not doing that, they're already That's in a negative spot on their own. They're already in, yeah. and I'm not going to be the one to pull them out of it. I'm just going to yeah, speak to the people that are positive. Speak, because I mean, think about it. So many people sending me happy birthday. You know, hope the trip is good. Blah blah. blah you know what I mean? Like, and those yeah. are the people that I'm going to keep making my posts for. Like, like you should. Like, I support Gordon. I want to know when he does good shit. You got to keep telling me. So yeah. we can't get caught up in the negative, just because it's there. We have to respect it, but we can't get in it because we're the ones that are leading the, the positive is the way that I want to mm -hmm. look at it, you know? Mm -hmm. We can't let it, we mm -hmm. can't let it control us. And, uh, what exactly. We do. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know, people like you're saying, people give value for what you put out. Like you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And if you mm -hmm. stop kind of sharing your success and your story and what you're doing, it, I mean, it motivates me. I mean, Dude, just yeah. the life think about you know it. What I mean? People, people will look at it and be like, oh, this, this, this fucking guy, showing me his life, blah, 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 which I don't, you guys know, I don't even do that that often, but people will say that, right? Yeah. Some people will take that perspective. Others will take the perspective. Look at this guy who works his ass off, got his girlfriend in on the business. They mm -hmm. work together. Mm -hmm. They make it work. They make, they have two businesses. I want to fix, I want to learn and be his friend. I want to learn from yeah. him. So, and I think if I'm nice to him, he'll receive that well. And he'll want to share with me because he seems like a nice, like those are the mm -hmm. people that mm -hmm. I'm going to just, want yeah, exactly. Yeah. The other people, yeah what are we going to do, bro? There's always going to be haters. And the more that we grow ASFX, yep. the more that you that's grow right, your brand, we all know that. Lindsay, 2020 was the biggest year for you. Why? Because Lindsay biggest finally year. has spam accounts coming after her. That's how you know you made it when you got fake Instagram accounts coming after you, right? 
and Facebook and Facebook. Oh, that's not funny. That fa- that Facebook page was not funny today. No, no, like, I know, I know. They actually cloned my whole Instagram. I know, I know. Yeah, this right program's to out there to do it now. It's crazy. Just to the recent story that I had just put up. But really quick, I want to plug something here, Jerome. Wow. 2020, like you said, was a good year for all of us. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. been working really hard on this Traders Initiative project. Tell us about it. Yes. So basically, as most of you guys know, I spent a ton of money on Forex education. A lot of that companies- very lightly. Like you say, a yeah. ton of money, but you sighed like it was a lot of money because we know it was a lot of money. You're like, a, a little money. <laughs> like when I say I went all in, like took the decision to go all in, I just, I found ways and I just wanted to learn as much as I want. But over that kind of journey, I found out that going through courses, different mentors, different educators, I've kind of found a pattern. And you got to remember that 95% of traders will fail. doesn't matter what course you could, all these people could mentors and educations could put their stuff online for free. And I reckon it'll still be a high 90% fail Agreed. rate. Agreed. Reason being is what changed me the most was ASFX. And I liked what Austin was doing. And I had to find out exactly what, exactly what, what was different? How can you make mm-hmm. more traders profitable? How can you give traders a fair chance at this game? And a lot of it is psychology. A lot of it is emotional and discipline, but I wanted to try and structure a course or a guide on how to read the markets, how to, and pretty much just develop a solid foundation. As soon as you have a foundation of how to read a price chart, then you can focus on all the other stuff and it'll be a much, it'll be smooth sailing from there on. So building a solid foundation, learning how to read price, learn, you know, about trends and stuff. It, you can find all this information online. That's why in a sense, I am putting it out there for free, but I'm going to try and explain it in a very, very simple way where you can just understand it and hopefully change people's perspective on indicators as well. So I know a lot of people out there say indicators, they're lagging, but indicators especially emas exponential moving averages have changed the way i look at my perspective mm-hmm. on the market you're not entering blindly you have statistical data on the indicator that's printing in front of you referencing mathematical equations from on, that just price. feeds into the idea that we know most wow. people are wrong uh-huh. yeah so this is my whole thought process. I, I struggled for a good 18 months just trying to look at price action and there was so much subjectivity to me and it was getting to a point where I was getting so frustrated and then that's exactly when I came across in April 2020, I came across Austin and that just game changer. So what I'm planning on doing is filtering all this information through $15,000 of trading education, putting it into a five-part course, 30 minutes per video and just giving it to you guys like on youtube for free and just learn from it build a solid foundation of how to read price and then i think it's after gonna be that, great, bro. then we can work on developing finding develop your own system or you know come in and have a look at the asfx system well you know and then go from there you you're doing a good thing here bro because if you look at even what we have at asfx because everybody you know knows that we are working together like you, i don't have that on the channel. I've got a ton of videos. Like I've got a ton of content, but I don't have what you're doing. And that's why I want to make sure everybody knows about it. So let's say this video is going to come out beginning of February, 2021. When do you think this traders initiative will be ready? Before 2022? Definitely. Before 2022. I don't, I don't want to rush it. I mean, right. I know guys, I've got a lot of message, a lot of feedback. People are eager. I mean, I've gotten people saying, where's the video? It's like, it's not make them wait, yet. bro. Make <laughs> them wait, make them sweat. <laughs> I want to put, 
I know it's for free, but you know, in the world of entrepreneurship and the way information is delivered and how easy it is to access just Googling something, I want to try and put it together. I want to just provide you guys with something that is quality, unique. very mm-hmm. unique and quality. So give me, give me some time, but it will be released no later than June, 2021. I am trying to, try and focus most of the content we finished by um, Q1 this year. So the end of March, but love it. Sign up and I'll definitely kind of give you guys exciting stuff. I love it, bro. I'll make sure I put the links um, in the description where everybody's watching or listening to this so they can find that for sure. So to kind of like sum up our conversation here, cause I think we hit a couple of really good points. Lindsay, do you feel like as you go forward into 2021, um, do you feel like you're more focused on entrepreneur Lindsay or just trader Lindsay? Mm, that's a hard question. Awesome. <laughs> I'm asking you too, Jerome. I, so Jerome, you're next. I know. I, I personally think that for me, I am more just really in on my trading and really helping others get on the right path. That is where I'm at and getting them to consistency because I know that so many traders struggle and as Jerome has said, 95% of traders fail. And I would love to see that come down and folk to really come into Forex the right way and get hit off on the right track straight away and not go down these turning points. So for me, I feel as if I'm totally in on all of that until I get a good, a good go of my trading business all round. Coaching, trading. I love it. It's all coaching. And then once I get my trading business, then obviously I would like to, I have got a few properties. I would still like to grow on that. But I have to say, I'm not, I'm probably not going to go down the full entrepreneurship route. One, because of my age. And I want to really say, you know, see by the time I'm 50, I really want to take the foot off the gas, (laughs) the foot off Mm -hmm. the gas and enjoy it. And I know that trading can get me to that point. So I'm more focused probably on my trading more. I love it. Jerome, what do you got? Which one? Just going from Lindsay there, like I agree, like with trading, like a lot of people getting it to spend more time with family to, yeah. you know, to kind of free up time so they can focus yeah. on what's meaningful in their life. So I, I, cause I'm, I'm only 27. I feel like I'm more of an entrepreneur route. Like I'm trying to create as many streams of income. I'm thinking outside the box. I'm, you know, I'm doing YouTube videos. I'm trying to grow my, social media following, you know, I'm getting into other, I'm investing in stocks and looking at investing in real estate. I'm just, I'm thinking about making courses. I'm thinking about doing all these things that kind of push me into like the entrepreneurial side and just kind of get creative thinking of how I can make money, but passively as well. And as we know, like trading is kind of semi-passive depending on the system you develop or the system you trade. So, you know, I think, definitely going down that entrepreneurial route um but like Lindsay was saying like by still focused on trading 25 40 like, yeah. i want to just start bringing it back like starting a family and just really spending time with them and then yep. mm-hmm. yeah that's that's the ultimate goal no I believe. both of you have great answers i feel like what we've put in place for ourselves and for asfx over the next couple of years is to not only allow people to do what Lindsay's doing and more i think what i'm doing it, it, or let me say, not only allow people to do like how Lindsay's trying to be focused on trading, it also allows people to be like you and me, Jerome, that are trading, but also trying to be entrepreneurial focused. And I yeah. want to continue to give everybody a platform 
for that and to have conversations yeah. about real estate and to have conversations about so, taxes yeah. and building wealth and, and other ways of making money. Because I think even, for example, you saw I posted on my story that I'm doing research into altcoins. I want to learn mm -hmm. about the altcoin yeah. market and I want yep. to know if it's something we should be trading. Because mm -hmm. what if we go 15 years from now and altcoins are the new stocks and they're the new big market exactly. everybody's mm -hmm. trading? We'll look back and say, well, why weren't we adapting? So I want to still be yeah. growing and being like pushed forward in my trading. But at the same time, I'm pushing ASFX forward. I've got my live event coming up this Saturday. And then we have a, yeah. a webinar coming up in two weeks. So still pushing ASFX forward at the same mm -hmm. time. So I think all of us are, are balancing everything out pretty uniquely. But I think it's all for at least the three of us coming into a groove right now. And a lot of people that follow us and are in our community see that. And I'm hoping that we can model what they would like to have too. And then they can follow it, Definitely. you know? So yeah, yeah this is good guys. Good conversation. Good. Yeah, me too. I think 2021 is going to be a really big year for us. 2020 was way Definitely. bigger than we thought it was going to be. So I would expect yeah. nothing less from 2021. You know what I'm saying? Right. Push the limits. Exactly. So we'll link to both of you guys on Instagram below. As always, we'll link to the traders initiative stuff, Jerome's YouTube, all that stuff down below. For everybody listening all the way through, comment below. Let us know if you struggle with the shutting off and how you are getting better at it. Is it meditation? Is it thinkitating? Is it uh, just going for a walk and making sure you spend time off the screens? What are you doing to make sure you're shutting off? We want to know. Comment below. And we'll see you guys in the next video. So thank you, Jerome. Thank you, Lindsay. And thanks for being right, here. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Today's Money. If you want to check out the video that goes along with this episode, there's a link in the show notes. Now make sure you subscribe on whatever platform you're listening to so you don't miss any future episodes. And if there's anything that I can do to help you along your trading journey, please reach out to me. My contact info is in the description as well. Thank you very much, and I'll see you in the next episode.